Hey. Nobody, nobody's. Let me just get everything situated. There we go. What is up, everybody? I am back. We are back. It's Lloyd Lee, everybody. Hi. He's back. Is it Thursday already? I know, right? That shit goes by way too quick. I feel like I just left here <sighs> last I, Thursday. Actually, I've been kind of slacking. I haven't had another podcast since you last Thursday. Oh, wow. So I'm going back to back. Back to back. Welcome back, Lloyd Lee, Thank everybody. You. There's no music? No. I know. That's what we're actually trying to get. Do oh. going right now first let's give you that applause because Lloyd Lee's in the building I don't oh there it is they're hello. all here they're all there oh, hello hello I missed you guys uh, there was this one uh, website that I found that is just super super crazy have you ever heard of a, something called button base no so stupid but anyways it's actually pretty fun what you do is actually just it's a block a cube okay and you press buttons on it and it creates music in different sequences that you press mm. the buttons and it's actually really creative blah 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 i was actually going to try to make an intro right now but it's almost like linear though and it's not totally loading for me and i hate everything it's like hey remember adobe flash nobody uses that shit anymore that's how old that website is somebody oh. just has their uh their credit card on file for the renewal of the domain. There it is. They're just like, this is never going to happen. Requires a new version of Adobe Flash Player. That sounds like uh, AIDS for your computer. Uh, you're just gonna, you're just gonna get download AIDS for your computer. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be okay with that because uh, I have a VPN. Mm-hmm. Shout out to VPN Vanish. I'm not sponsored, but I should be. Oh, me too. I'm, I'm Vanish as well. I think I got like a slick deals. Oh yeah, where it was like forty-seven cents for three years. I'm like, dope. Let's yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So that's what I I use mostly, but for um, pirating, illegal downloading. Yeah, because like I don't got that kind of money sometimes. Of course, but I feel like when you down when you upload your Flash Player, you're just gonna get herpes of the computer. How tech? How much tech do you know about technology? Nothing. No, because I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm protected. Like I have a condom on this. I don't think that's how VPN works. <laughs> so you still download it? No, it it does work like that. No, when you when you download something, it just tells the person who downloaded it under th- however many servers right, it's going right, right. through. But you're still downloading it. So if the cancer. If the HIV is on the file, you still download the file. I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. Don't it's, fucking, don't listen to me. Don't it's going to come, it's going to come and it's just going to be like, hey, you might have a virus. That's all I see that might happen. And then my Norton, shout out to oh, Norton. So, so there, there's like a, there's a filter for the VPN before you download it. Yes. But if you download it and you open it and there's AIDS in it, you get AIDS. Then I will get AIDS. Yeah. It might tell you if there's AIDS or not, but definitely you could still download it and still get AIDS. I've actually been very suspicious of what computer AIDS would look like. I don't know. We've seen the AIDS virus. I could pull that up right now. And that's just, that looks horrific. It's one of those things where like just pop-ups pop up out of nowhere. Like you weren't even on a browser and just shit pops up. The worst bugs ever. Yeah. I don't know. Don't fucking don't people don't listen to me. I, I tell dick jokes for a living. I don't I'm nothing technical about me. What's up, Loy? How's it going? Uh, good, Angel. How are you? Pretty good. A week has passed. So how are we back again? How did the week go? Uh what's new? What hasn't happened? Did you question? Did you go to Santa Fe and do the no. comedy out there? No, no, no. Do you are you ever planning to do that? Not really. Not into that as no. much? No. It's just it's one of those things where uh it's forty five minutes for like if they had like multiple mics up there, I would go. 
but it's just to drive 45 minutes for one mic when I can drive 10 minutes for one mic. Which is kind of the same turnout and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, people want, uh, they want to go where people are going to laugh, right? And that's kind of one way. Or you can just do the work and try to make people laugh regardless. So, hey, what's going to people? Yeah, what's up, man? Starting off strong. Thank you for joining. Got Lord Lee back in the house. It's fucking Thursday. In about an hour, it'll be Friday. Hey, somewhere else in the world, it is Friday, so... Well, it's Thursday where I, that's how I experience time. To me, it's Thursday. Time doesn't work that way. It's, I mean, I think they say time is all the time. Every time is all the time. I've always been a believer, though, like no matter what time it is here, it's the exact same opposite time somewhere else, but they're doing the exact same thing we're doing. Like, okay, so people should be in bed right now, right? Mm -hmm. But we're podcasting Mm -hmm. somewhere else across the world or whatever. They're doing the exact same thing we're doing. Kind of like in a parallel universe sense, but... Yeah, because if you go on the other side of the world, it is literally 12 hours ahead of us. That's how time zones work, Angel. Do you ever get out of Albuquerque? (laughs) I'm actually very depressed that I haven't, but it's okay. Like, that's what the internet's for. Like, I can see the world on the internet. Like, we went to Humble Brag, Humble Brag. My wife took me to uh, the Philippines. Hey, who's who's number three? I don't know, but we have three now. Uh, Thank you guys for joining. What's up, third? Say something hi. You guys are awesome. I fucking love you guys. Uh, I went to the Philippines for a month and when we were in dc the philippines was 12 hours behind so I, I really didn't feel like i was um jet lagged at all it wasn't like some weird like six hours or five hours or something it was it was a 12 hour so um jet lag is crazy you know especially when it's weird i like, went to london did shows in london did shows in paris and they're at a different time but See, they're like they're like five hours ahead i think and it or five hours earlier so like it fucked me up how does jet lag actually really happen though is it because like the pressure and how fast you're moving and what's going on up there because i've only the farthest i've ever been in a plane ride was to las vegas Mm -hmm. and that was it las vegas we stayed there for a few days like a day then we came back on the plane but Mm -hmm. i didn't feel like i had jet lag or anything yeah because that's only because jet lag has nothing to do with the plane it's the distance of it it has nothing to do with the distance it has to do with the time if i told you right now hey it's noon it's noon right now. How would you feel? Okay, so you saying that, though, we've seen that experience kind of in the same sense, like going to a casino. Like, it feels like the time change. Do you get jet lagged in a casino if you're kind there of, for too long? Kind of. Really? Oh, I mean, it but it's there. more so just like everybody is up, at, you know, it's noon and we feel like it's midnight. So you're like, everybody here is like kind of winding down, but you go 12 hours away and everyone's like just starting their day. It, it's like kind of fucks with you. You just get tired. You get tired. You normally get tired at the same time you would get tired at home. Okay. So if it's your bedtime, nine o'clock where at home, but it's it's noon where you are, it like kind of fucks you up. It's just a weird feeling and yep. stuff. Yep. If but, you know anything about jet lag, everybody, let us know. We've got five viewers on right now. Sup, sup, y'all. We're talking about jet lag. Where and is, I was just bragging about how I travel the world. That's all. I hate you. I know. I've been places. I go places. I see things. I know people. You are like 10 years older than me, though. I am. But you know what? No bullshit. I didn't really start traveling. Um, yeah, I guess in the last 10 years, really. really. Mostly comedy was the majority of where I traveled for. Muse me. Lee, what's up? So I just saw y'all. Who is it? Food stamp gave Food me. Food That's what's up, man. Thank you for joining. Shout Fucking out. Fucking love you, bro. Shout out, bro. Hey, you got any topics you want us to talk about? Yeah, Shoot them in there, bro. You've been literally here every show that I've been on, and I feel like we're family now. So you tell me what you want to talk about. He's we'll a beast. About. He's yeah. a beast. Um, With the jet lag thing. Though. Yeah. So I grew up in Boston. 
like born and raised and Boston is the greatest city on earth. There's not a better place in the entire universe than Boston, Massachusetts when you're from there, right? So you're from there. You're like, why the fuck would I go anywhere else? I wouldn't like when you go somewhere else and you're like, oh, this place is cool, but not as cool as home, you know, like, and when I moved to LA when I was 26, you know, it took me like good two years to kind of like kick that habit of being like, well, it's not as cool as Boston. (laughs) It's not as cool as Boston. Yeah. Like pizza's way better in Boston. You just find reasons to, uh, and then, um, when I... Mm-hmm. Being said that, is that only because of your home turf? I think so. I think when you leave here, you're like, there's going to be a huge adjustment period where you're like, oh no, I kind of miss the fact that. Where's that chili at or some yeah, stupid shit like yeah. that? Yeah. Like, what's weird is there's chili. You can get green chili on any hamburger at any fast food restaurant anywhere here. Like, that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. What is it, like sauce? Yeah, like, or they won't even put anything. It's it's yeah. Th- there is no green chili sauce. Orlando, what is up? Pizza is best in Chicago, he says. Ah, uh, see, they, I aren't they famous for that deep dish? Yeah, but it's really uh, it's not pizza. It's like it's really a a bread bowl of marinara sauce with cheese on top. I know you're gonna hate me. I know you're gonna hate me. And but a bunch of topping. Like if you need a fucking knife, fork, and spoon to eat your pizza, that shit ain't pizza. That's a goddamn soup bowl. That's a soup bowl with a bread with a bread bowl. Yeah, nobody wants that <laughs> shit. Like I know you're pissed at me right now and I'm sorry. But I went there, I've been to Chicago a bunch of times, and just give me a regular goddamn slice of pizza. Orlando says you are not Ozia. O-I-Z-Z-A. And uh, Food Stamp Gaming actually said, nope, New York-style pizza, bro. That's yep. where it's at. Yeah, amen. You know, you get two pieces. This is the way you do it, right? Oh, my God. This is gonna, we're going to have pizza war right now. Pizzagate. No, wrong one. That's not it. Um, uh, so this is what you do. Right? All I know is that you need to be careful because I had a guy that died from pizza shrapnel. So be careful with okay. this shit. Okay, this is what you do, right? You take two slices of goddamn American New York pizza, like a goddamn patriot, right? And then you fold it in half face-to-face. You fold it face to face And then you fold it in half And then then you proceed to shove it Into your face So that sandwich technique came from the New York style I don't know where it came from But that is how (laughs) That's how you really eat it If you can't eat pizza and walk at the same time It's either not pizza Or you're not a goddamn American Orlando says even regular pizza is better. Okay, fine. I'll take that. But your your deep dish, I cordially, cordially decline. The, no thanks. No thanks. If you need a spoon, if I'm spooning marinara sauce, the fuck, put put a spaghetti on it on top. And then just have a fucking spaghetti thing going. That's a bunch of carbs in that. Listen, people in Chicago need the carbs. It's fucking cold. <laughs> they need to get it. They, they need, need to gain their weight. And the girls out there, dope. Super cool. Like, super cool. Really cute. They're just built for the cold weather. That's actually good to hear. Yeah. Good to hear. Uh, block Engineer said Trump Pizza 2020. Fuck it. Let's do it. I mean, um, if it's big and it's ready. If it's the best, I want the best. Uh, <laughs> many people, uh, everybody I know fucking loves uh, my pizza. Let's do it. Fuck it. I'm, I'm good. Oh, man. Orlando said any pizza is better in Chicago. Fine. I'll, I mean, I'll take that. I mean, except for you got to like, if you were to, if Orlando, if I was hanging out with you and you were to put uh, deep dish <laughs> pizza on the table, I would have to slide it off the table. Just 
that's okay. So you have a category of different pizzas. That's one that you wouldn't. Yeah, no, that is not a category of pizza. That is a bread bowl. What if it's like really thick? It has really thick bread bowl. It's like really thick bread. It's really thick. Do I need crust. a spoon? Do I need a straw? Do I need a fork? Do I need utensils? Can I get a paper plate, a napkin, and then shove it in my face? No, you shouldn't have any of those, but still. You need it for deep dish. No, you don't. Or is that not real deep dish? I don't know. I don't know about your life, but I'm saying the one that I got, it was deep and it was like just marinara and cheese. Like, I'd rather have lasagna. If that's what I'm doing, give me fucking lasagna. Um, Blocktain was saying uh, I'm plugged in for hour seven of Lloyd Lee. Dope. What What's up, up, Blockchain? Where's Lloyd Lee's favorite pizza in Albuquerque? That's what Blockchain asked. Uh, what's that one by Trick Lock? Um, that New York style that New York pizza? style pizza. That's okay. I like it. Have you tried that? What else? Uh, sh- uh, have you heard pizza this place? Nine? Have you heard this place called uh, Domino's? Fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I like Domino's though. Eddie um, Eddie also said question. Uh, Boston question mark Does Boston make good Philly subs? No. Not at all. You heard it here, folks. No, not I've, at all. I've never left, so I can't judge it. Yeah, Philly makes the best Philly uh, Philly subs, like the steak and cheese. Boston makes good grinders. He's telling you guys right there. Yeah, grinders, like where they're like subs, but, you know, depends on what it is. But what they do is they toast. Uh, they toast the bread, and then they melt the cheese, and then you put the shit in it, like whatever your order, like whatever the sub, and then they fold it, and it's fucking amazing. Just like baked over and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's warm. It's crusty. It's cheesy. It's melted. Legit. Yeah. Uh, today, uh, fucking... Oh, uh, let me give me it. Orlando said, I do agree that deep dish is inferior, but I say that pizza is made better here. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I mean, I'm not just, let me rephrase that. I don't disagree, but I will say um, deep dish is my least favorite amount. I'd rather have a calzone. I would rather have All right, a fucking well, panini. We're, give, we're me a goddamn, putting, yeah. give me a goddamn panini. <laughs> we're putting pizzas in lists right now. Your first pizza that you would eat. What is that? I, I want like, well, my favorite, and it's a childhood favorite, it's called Regina Pizza in, in uh, Boston. Okay. And it's sort of franchised now, but the original is in North End, uh, like where the, all the Italians live. Uh, and that is like my favorite. How is that made? Like that? I've never even heard of that. It's just it's just the brand of pizza. It's like the pizza place. The, okay. The pizza parlor is called Regina Pizza. Okay. It's just like maybe a hand toss kind of pizza. Yeah. Style. Yeah. It's like hand toss. It's kind of thin. Um, but when you fold it, it like it doesn't snap in half, but it it is still pretty crispy. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. So when you go to like New York, a lot of them are like super crispy. So when you fold it, like it just snaps in half. Okay. I don't like that. Okay. I want it to like. Still be crispy, but still like kind of bend with yeah, the crust. yeah, because it's got to bend with the finger. Like that, this is the important part. You hold it and then you fold it in half. Well, I don't know if you know this, but did you know Papa John's actually has a nine point rating system for their pizzas? They have to go through a nine point rating system just to be out. Like they're like, okay, you're good. You you you've passed the test. You passed the test. Hmm. They have a nine point rating system. I actually learned this recently from the podcast. Well, if you've ever had Papa John's, you go. You should probably add another <laughs> nine to that shit because <laughs> not my, favorite. Not it's, my I favorite. I mean, it's okay. I mean, if you were to pick from like basic franchise fast uh, pizza Domino's. franchise, Domino's is probably one of them. Domino's. Right. Uh, pizza Hut, maybe. Oh, you know what? That stuffed crust pizza that goes against everything I own, everything that I'm about. But stuffed crust still has like a part in my heart. I grow up poor. Uh, I don't know. I've never been with too much cheese, especially in the crust. I feel like that's way too much. For uh, me. I don't like. I'm that weird guy that like I don't tend to eat the crust anyways. And my wife hates it. So Eddie. the 
Yep. Your, your wife hates it? Well, my wife hates the fact that I don't tend to eat all of the crust. Okay. Like, you know, the cheese, where the cheese and the toppings and the sauce meets the crust, and then the stuff that doesn't touch, I don't eat the... I tend to not eat the crust. I feel like that's a lot of people, though. I've seen a lot of people do that. They don't eat the actual crust. Yeah. I mean, all of the good stuff is before it, and then you have the nothing stuff on the other. So you put cheese in it. Stuffed crust. Makes sense. I just remember when I was younger, too, my dad was always like, oh, that's the best part of the pizza is the bread. Because the bread is made a certain way compared to other breads. That's why it tastes so good. Yeah, but the whole thing that you ate before the crust has <laughs> that bread. That's how that was. It's not a different bread. <laughs> I don't know. That's it's the flavorless said. portion of the bread. My dad loved the bread of it. That's what he always but told But I me. also don't eat, like, the top layer, the top slice of bread on this loaf, on, on the loaf. Oh, like the butt or whatever? Yeah, the, the ends. I don't eat that. Um, those are the best ones. Nice hard. <laughs> you like it nice and hard. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. Right at the end, baby. Um, yeah, but that's what you, but the thing is, it's so important because you have to keep the butt end in the bread bag. So therefore the bread on top doesn't get stale. Yes. It helps keep it still moist. Yeah. Or whatever. Super important. Whatever it's called. I, I see people dropping. Eddie. Eddie says he hates Papa John's. Yeah, me too. Oh. Better pizza? Fuck you, Papa John's. <laughs> and then they kick the guy out too, man. Yeah, fucking racist, whatever. I don't, Leave him alone! I don't even care. I don't even care about him. I'm just saying, uh, I would care more if the pizza was good. You know, like um, like Chick-fil-A, full of hate. But it's so good where you're kind of like, ah, I mean, ah, I don't know. But Papa John's, it's like it's not even good pizza. It's not even worth it, I guess. Like there was a Papa John's literally across the street from my house, and I wouldn't, you wouldn't go. There. And I'd be like, I'll pay the extra three dollars for delivery from from Domino's. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. No thanks. Um, Orlando says like a flour tortilla with pizza ingredients. I think he was talking about something previous that we were talking Probably. about. Probably, yeah. I mean, I think yeah, flour tortilla. I mean, you're oversimplifying it. <laughs> Eddie, my favorite store-bought pizza is DiGiorno. Dude, I'm I'm down with that. I also like Red Baron, but you know what? That's the poor life, right? I, th- I think, okay, this this is the secret. When you're poor, what you should do is Shout you should out go to... you, 11. Thank you for joining. You should go to Costco, and you can get that big combo Supreme pizza, everything on it, for like 10 bucks. Like, that's the move. A Costco but, pizza? Oh, you guys don't know this. Dang. This is what you do. On the way home from wherever you're going, if there's a Costco on the way, you call them up, the pizza line, the, the food court line. You go, hey, I want to pick up a pizza. This is my name. And then you go and you go pick it up and it's like 10 bucks. And it's it's a big pizza. Do you oh. still have to have a Costco no, you don't. for this? Okay. Nope. See, so this you, is, these are little tricks that you guys can know. About. I think they're trying to change it. But as of right now, you can just go in and buy a pepperoni pizza, a, a regular cheap pizza or combo for all like 10 bucks. Dang. Yeah. That's a secret. That's like the casino thing where you guys are like, hey guys, let's go get a freaking $3 burger. I yeah. was like, what? Yeah. So, me, <laughs> shout out to Josh Fournier. Uh, we had to shout him out. But shout he out, was the bro. one that got me on this casino Savage, life. Savage Want on Instagram. Yep. Savage Zero at NE. Savage One on Instagram. Check him out. He's Lloyd Lee Comedy. Check he's been out. on there twice. He's been on this podcast twice. So if you guys go check out the past episodes, he's pretty sick. He's a nice guy. He's really cool. I love the metal thing he's into, too. He's, so, he's into music. So that's what yeah. I love about that he guy. He will listen to... Uh, he was singing... 
Uh, if you think you're lonely now, like the Jodeci, oh, uh, using in that, and then he'll sing like uh, Emerald by Morning, George Strait, and then As I Lie Dying from freaking yeah. some death metal, and then he'll like chem- My Chemical Romance, and you're like, oh, and then you start crying. It's fucking amazing. That's the beauty of music, though. I feel like if you love multiple genres, you kind of understand the different aspects of what people feel and what they what they bring to the table. Yeah, yeah. I I don't like genres of music as much as I like I like specific songs. And people are like, oh, what's your favorite band or group or whatever it's like no i just like i like free birds and simple man and then you can kind of keep the rest of their their whole discography i don't care you know like i like billy joel like piano man and there might be like another three but i don't care about the rest of it yeah i hear you because especially when you get so into it you're just like god damn how does somebody really get so in depth with genres and stuff like it's all music like especially Mm. when it comes down to it like I mean, who listens to a whole album now? Like, a new album comes out, you're going to sit down and listen to the whole thing? I don't thing. even want to start talking to you about this right now. Appreciation of music is something to be respected. But also, I understand the struggle of listening to a whole album at one time. An hour and 15 minutes? Come on. Nobody really has that time. Oh, wait. We're talking for an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I think um, <laughs> I think when albums came out, like when most of these albums came out, we had no internet. We had nothing else to do. We were just sitting around like, what are we going to do? I don't know. Let's just listen to an album. Okay. And then just listen to the album. That makes sense. I yeah. can totally see that. Especially the way that uh, where I got those clippings from was from a book that said uh, the, in the 80s and early 90s, the only way people bought albums was by the album art. So they never really knew about the music oh, before they saw it. Interesting. So they literally would go into a record store and see all these cool things. And then it's just be like, I don't know which one to pick from because of yeah. their first judgment is on the art. Right, 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 and right, that, right. That was the beauty of like this whole design is because it shows like, do you like what you see? Because the ones you point out, you're like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. It's almost like a marketing tool. Like a marketing trick almost. Like, yeah. oh, this this is dope album. And you listen to it like, I don't like any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Uh I mean, but that I mean the eighties had like the best album covers. Like look at like um all of uh Guns N' Roses, all of uh uh Def Leppard. Def Leppard was like Even right there, like that one right there of Guns N' Roses, yeah. you see that on yep. the top? Yep. Those two are actually the same album, but they were actually one was censored here in America because of oh. the depiction of the art and stuff like that. So looking at that, like you could even already see, like, I would rather buy the other art because it's like so crazy of artwork and stuff that's more than Iron Maiden, yeah, like all of them, they're just like, oh shit, I don't know what this is about, but fuck it. It looks sick, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was a cool thing about art. And now I feel like album art is just like kind of a bookmark, like an identifier being like, oh yeah, I just don't want it to pop up on my phone, no album cover. Right, yeah, I could totally see that. Uh, Thomas Taylor. What uh, up, Thomas Taylor? Can you please amuse me? Bro, we're here to give you some entertainment. And, And he also said Slayer. Slayer! I'm glad you noticed that, sir. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, welcome to the podcast. Slayer somewhere. You ever listen to Slayer? No, fucking no. What? No. What? Angel of Death? Raining Blood? Unhell of Death? Yeah. Unhell dude. of Death. That is the shit. How? That's Unhell de Morte. That song is so fucking epic. I can't believe you never heard it. No, not me. No. Ah. And you know what, though? I'm not going to lie. Like, my ability to recognize music i'm sure i might have heard it and be like, oh yeah, yeah i've heard that song before but like name it no i don't know i don't name it I don't, Th- I don't that's know. true there's been so many times where i'm like oh my god that's a great song but i just don't know what it is yeah and then Holy which is great now because you just pull your phone like google what song is this and then they just go <laughs> oh. listens to it yeah, yeah like anthrax 
That's so fucking... Oh, I love technology. Yeah. I don't know why people are so, like, scared of what technology is bringing to the future. Uh, just people... I mean, but then again, we're literally the same generation that had the, the VCR blinking 12 midnight all the time for years. For 12 years. Forever. For as long as you had it, you just never said... Like, I get, I get technology. And, you know, the thing is, technology makes it easier. There's so many things that I would not know now... If it wasn't for technology, like everything I know, everything I know, I've Googled it. That's true. I mean, you can do anything now, like school and like, that's like a, a waste of time, to be honest. It I is. Feel. It's only like the experience of like going into a classroom and interacting with a professor. Maybe no, that's no, the no. only if thing. If you, you get need out of it. a social structure to where you can need like help you make friends, I get college. But if, that's where we first started learning, right? Like even like coliseums and stuff like that. We would all just pack a stadium and learn from like ancient philosophers and stuff. Mm, I see, I see. Yeah, before yeah. we actually started to branch off and be like, oh, we can learn this on ourselves. Yeah. Learning on ourselves kind of does have a beneficial aspect i feel like i learned a lot of shit just googling and fucking mm-hmm. youtubing but there's something about listening to a professional professor talk about it in front of you not me i mean I'm, I'm, ah! anti, I'm so anti-social bro <laughs> like i would rather just, uh, yeah. i would rather be able to test out for some of these credits like if i if i had to do like you know the regular gen studies i would rather just be like what's the questions on the test i'll study that shit and then i'll test out like i don't need i don't want to take the class my time is precious to me I'd rather do nothing forever and work out for like an hour and a half to study for this test and, and then handle it versus like go, oh, I got to go somewhere and park somewhere and then fucking deal with people and then sit down with other people. And You're thinking of all the negative aspects of learning. No, I'm telling you about the process of learning. That's a process, right? That's negative. That's the negative part of it. Like the enriching, lightning, enlightening part is learning about the subject. Yes, but there's but I don't also, have to. But I can now with with technology, I can now not have to deal with anybody and just go and learn the shit I need to learn. I don't feel like it's a proper understanding of it, though. Okay, I mean, do you really think that you're going to get a proper like? Do you think a, a proper education is required? proper understanding of the subject is required in order to pass the class. I do not. I think you just need to be able to answer a certain set of questions. And then until you're able to be put in that situation, yes. you, then that's but, where it all... Sure, sure, sure. Like, But I'm not talking about like trade stuff like, oh, I can learn how to fix a car without ever having to fix a car. You're like, talking more like math or something. Yeah, like all the things that I don't care about, the things that are required. I find that very strange about college where it's like, oh, I want to be a, uh, let's say something like... I don't know, fuck. A I, civics I, engineer. Yeah, I want to be a cook, right? I want to be a chef. Okay, well, you need science and math. They're like, oh, because science and math require in, she- in, in being a chef. I mean, kind of. But like, okay, I don't know why I need to take the shit that you're asking me to take when it doesn't actually uh, apply to what I am trying to be. That, that doesn't make any sense to me. I get what you're saying. Especially if they're like, oh, yeah, you need to know conversions. You need to know about like different rates and stuff like that. But it's already all mapped out for us yeah. when you get into the cooking game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like I mm-hmm. didn't, I've never gone to school for cooking, but yet everything I've learned has been on the job. And I'm like good enough to know like when somebody does come into my kitchen and they're like, oh, I just got out of like, you know, my first year of college learning how to be a culinary chef. I'm just like, okay, cool. Go at it. And then half of the time, it's just like, holy fuck, what are you doing? Like, you're totally messing up. You're not doing proper things that you. I I thought you should learn. Yeah. It, it, and I think that there's the things, I don't know, like like cooking. It should be, it's a trade. It's not, it's not something you should learn in a, in a, in a room. Blockchain you know? engineer said it's called liberal education. Dope. 
or, or are you insulting me? I can't, I don't know. When there, whenever it says like liberal or like any of those words, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know. Are you insulting me? I can't tell. It's kind of weird learning now though, because like, I feel like learning back then was kind of forced upon you. Yeah. And now you literally can learn anything you want on your own time. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of like throws away the old structure of learning. Like why we still have, like, obviously we still have to have schools and stuff like that for like higher learning at a certain age. Mm-hmm. But for that aspect, like, how can I not become a surgeon because I took an online course that actually is verified by what I did and go into the, the right. field myself? And, you know, I know that there's some things that require field training, and I'm not really talking about, like, the actual field training portion of it, but it's like I'm trying to be a chef. Why do I have to take American History 101? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why do I need to take, like... You know, whatever the pre- phys ed. Okay, yeah, just prerequisites. Yeah, why am I dealing with a lot of the prerequisites that don't affect my... Like, I want to go in there, I want to be able to take four years of what I'm trying to do, not, like, three years of what I'm trying to do in, like, a year of fuck you. So, is uh, Orlando says, is it theory versus application? I think that their theory supports the application. The application is just as as required, but there's so much... It's justified by the theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so much in college that is not required in what you're trying to do. Doesn't make sense to me. You don't... Okay, do you feel like it's, like, necessary to know any of that information then? Or why should we learn it? Like, maybe like like a... Like, if I'm trying to be, like, a, a teacher, right? Like, an American studies teacher, American history teacher, civics teacher. Like, why do I need chemistry? Shout out to Doi. I think he's actually becoming a... What up, Doi? He's becoming a teacher for history, but I don't remember exactly. Yeah, it's like, I'm doing, like, the social studies, right? I'm gonna do civic side of teaching. It's like, why do I need to do four courses of math or fucking science or chemistry or whatever like that, that that never made sense to me i never went to college i'll tell you this i never went to college uh i <laughs> officially i went to community college for uh respiratory therapy um and in california it's so cheap that everybody does it everyone goes so i, I didn't get in any of the classes i just crashed them i crashed them for like a month and a half hoping that people would drop out okay and i'm crashing courses that have nothing to do with respiratory therapy like Just a, like you said, like history, yeah, basic math, yep, stuff yep. like that. Because like, oh, you need it. You need six credits of history so you can be a respiratory therapist. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Orlando did say that prerequisites do matter. And I guess it does make sense just to make sure that somebody can enter in that level, like say reading and writing. Maybe that does have an instance for having prerequisites, but not as much as what we're saying is like, oh, yeah, you need to know about American history before you can become a chef. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, especially if you're going to, uh, college is going to be like, oh, we've got, these are the majors you can major in, right? But uh, Orlando did say, because they help you find out what you do or don't like. Yeah, I don't want to pay a college. Andrew Cruz, thank you. I don't want to pay college money to let me know what I, I, again, I'm an older, I'm an older person going into, I didn't go after high school. So some of it is uh, made for 18 year olds seniors true go straight into college but you got to understand like i'm i was like 30 when i went into college into these community colleges it's like i am focused on doing this i want to get in and out and get it done over with this path as soon as possible i'm not here to 
learn what I don't like. I know what I don't like. It, it, and they didn't make that distinction. I get what you're saying, especially because he's probably talking about when somebody's more in their adolescent ages going sure. into college where sure. they're just like, I don't really know what I want to be or what I want to do. But I get what you're saying where it's just like, I'm 30 years old and I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying. I already know what I want to yeah. do. I just want to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. So looking at it from a 30 year old lens, you kind of go. Yeah, I get that if you have already declared your major, I need to stop doing prerequisites that don't affect my major. Yes, he's not 25. I'm not 25. I'm fucking 40. Uh, Orlando said, you got to fail to learn what you love. And that may be true. That is true in some aspects. Yeah, I failed in life. I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like one of those things where like, when you register, they go, oh, you, you, you have all my information. You know I'm... I'm I graduated in 99 and it's now 2007, you know, like, or, you know, it's 2010 and you're like, oh, okay, this guy knows what he wants, you know, and there's, and I'm not the only one. I'm not saying like, oh, just make the rules for me. But like going back to school should be a very streamlined thing, especially like I'm 30. I could have had, I could have kids, you know, fucking a real job, but blah, 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 blah. I could have all these things, but you're going to make me do math 101. Like that made no sense. Um, blockchain engineer said job training versus education. Job training. And uh, Thomas Taylor said, that's it. I don't know what, but he said, that's it. That's it. That's it. I don't know. I say that all the time. I feel like that's the bottom line. And you're, yeah, you were talking about job training over education, right? Uh, I, I think, yeah, uh, job training for sure. I think that um, there are fields that require higher education, but a lot of the things that we're going to end up doing, it requires job training. Like, don't go to college to be a plumber. It's just something that you learn on the yeah, job. Yeah, it's like an apprenticeship, mentorship, something you just learn. I kind of feel that's the same thing with like like chef work and cooking. Yeah, cook, do it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Art as well. I feel like art. Like oh, I'm gonna be whatever whatever artist you're trying to be. It's like go yeah. mentor that shit. Like I get the benefits of it because like I actually studied music for a while mm -hmm. and like you know learning all the skills and stuff is like very intense and stuff. But then. I don't even use that shit anymore. Like, I don't have any real beneficial need for going back and be like, oh, yeah, I have to make sure that in my music, the minor seventh scale with the augmented seventh note is in there. But it doesn't make no sense anymore mm, mm, because mm. it's just like free flowing. It's just like, yeah. like comedy. Like, you can watch a bunch of sh shit where it's like, oh, yeah, you have to make sure that setup and punchline is a certain way and that you make sure that the misdirection comes at this point. But when you actually go up there and do it, you feel it in your own sense where you know what where that's supposed to be. Yeah. Not because some yeah. guy on a YouTube video kind of told you. Yeah, definitely don't go to don't take classes for for comedy people. You, you okay, don't don't get me wrong. There are some cool little aspects of sure. learning about different sure. stuff like that. But that's shit that you can learn hanging out with comics, doing comedy. Like, you know, I'll give you tags. I'll tell you like, "Oh, this is here's a here's a thought." But that's me like hanging out with you, seeing your set. Like because I give you a rule doesn't mean that rule applies to everything. Okay. I'm just offering that suggestion of a rule to that specific joke. Sure, it might be a guideline for your next joke, but it's it's I'm giving you specific to that one and that's not something you're going to learn at at a uh at a at a class. Don't take a class, people. Just Don't take a class. Like whatever however money $150 is going to take to take that 6-week course, spend that on beer money at open mics, go to open mics and just fucking fail. Just, just watch, even just to watch. Yeah, there's that too. Or just, you know, if you want to do it, I'm going to tell you, comedy is it's an art. You got to just do it and hang out with people who do it and do it often. Like if you want to be an artist, go hang out with the artists that you, that you like and then go have them mentor you, you know? Don't fucking pay to go to school for that. That's true. I don't know. <laughs>
That's Damn, it. dropping knowledge on That's that. That's it. There we go. Uh, blockchain started off with saying, y'all hating on knowledge. We don't hate on knowledge. I hate on the system that knowledge is uh, oppressed to us. Uh, Pablo Picasso painted a picture-perfect painting when he was 17 in order to learn the rules to break them for uh, Cubanism? Sure. I'm, to- I'm totally probably saying that wrong. Blockchain, you already know I have dyslexia, so I don't know why you put these big fucking words in here. That's you know again in in you know there the world is seven billion people. Some people all <laughs> gravitate towards you know schooling structure, all of that, and you know there's some of us that that don't. And I guess I'm just kind of saying that hey, just because you feel like uh, you're being shoved into a square peg at college or higher learning of any kind, and you feel like that's not the way. But yet you see everyone that's like, oh, everyone's like, oh, this is the way, this is the way. Like, I'm telling you, there are other ways. Like, don't, if you feel like you're being shoved into a misshaped hole, you are. Like, there's other ways to do, to do, to do really anything. Anything you want to yeah. do. And, and, and I will caveat, okay, doc, like medical, uh, lawyers, and maybe a couple other technical things do require college. And if you feel like you don't fit, then that might not be for you. That's what's so weird too is like being able just to learn that without college anymore. Like you, yeah. like knowing all the statues of laws and shit like mm-hmm, that. Like mm-hmm. if you went to like a courtroom and you were just in the like you know I don't know the audience. I don't know how you really say those people that yeah. are sitting in the background. But you actually start reciting like different like laws and statues and stuff. Are you really condemned as like the person that's disrupting or the person that really knows what's going on there? Well, don't disrupt a co- uh, don't disrupt a court case <laughs> first of all. Uh, but yeah, I think. And also, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but I'd say that I, I knew for a fact when I graduated high school, I knew for a fact I was not going to fit into college. I didn't even fit into high school. And I knew that uh, my life was going to be in the arts in, in entertaining, not maybe not entertainment, but entertaining. And I knew that I could not do another four years of like, this is what you have to do. You have to come here. Like I would be the guy that would go to college and then fail miserably, like drop out, get kicked out three months in. Did they kind of give you that expectation that like, hey, you should go to college or like your family kind of tells you to pursue that kind of goal? School did. Like my high school was like, oh, you know, you should apply at these things, blah, blah, blah. We can. And my my family knew for a fact, my family knew for a fact that like college was not in my cards. And I think that's kind of important as a parent uh, to parents and like family being like, you got to know what you're looking at. You know that this person is not, he's not doing well in school. Um, he's probably not going to do well in college. Okay. You know, that's just, let's be real. It's not for everyone. Everyone that, anyone that says like college is for everybody is, is lying to somebody. That's probably true. Oh, got weird. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Orlando, uh, knowledge has to be internalized and transformed into wisdom to be a real force of change and true power. Sounds like a Power Ranger quote right there. Okay, uh, Zord. Zordon. Zod. Zordon. Zordon, that's what it is. Okay, yeah. Zordon. I, you know, I, and I don't disagree, and it might be for you, but I'll tell you, <laughs> like, there's a lot of people out there, college doesn't work. And you could tell because they fail out, never go back. That's true. I, I mean, know. I don't, I don't want to seem like an idiot, but I tried. I mean, I really did. I thought I was, like, doing good and stuff, but just that aspect is like, oh, man, this isn't really what I want to do. Like... I want to play music and I want to entertain people, but then 
the pressure of your family and stuff is like, oh, why aren't you still in school? Or why aren't you trying to achieve something better? Like, they don't understand that, like, or they don't feel that the arts or that kind of pursuit is better. Yeah, I mean, but you're 30. And, yeah, so you grew up, uh, you were born in 1990. I was was born in 1980. And I think that that's something that, that that's just the American dream that, they want for you go to college get a good job get a house have a family fucking put your kid through college and right off into the sunset Yeah, just like a never-ending repeating cycle and i feel like there's a lot of um what do you call it uh projection of your parents onto you being like that's what i want i wanted to grow up and fucking go to college and have a good job but i had you and when i was 20 it didn't work but that's what you should do my mom my mom like listen when i was growing up my mom thought that I was going to be the kid that was going to live at home forever, Uh, like live in the basement and not have any friends. And we didn't have school shooters back then, but just be like a loner. Yeah. My mom was so happy, so happy that I, she didn't have to support me. (laughs) Like she, when I, when I moved out, she was like, she literally told me square. Like, I thought you were never going to move out. I thought you were going to be the kid that stayed in the basement forever. And I was like, we don't even have a basement. She That's goes, crazy. <laughs> so, uh, my, and the little thing about me is like my two older sisters, one went to an Ivy League school and the other one went to uh, Northeastern, which is uh, still a pretty prestigious school in Boston. And me, I was like, I didn't apply to any colleges. I didn't, I didn't do anything. I just knew for a fact, co- high school, college, college was it. That was it. I'm not doing it. And now here we are. And here we are. And I'm, I'm telling dick jokes. So I would say. And a podcast in the closet. Yeah. Yeah, I would say if you if you know what you want to do, just figure out how to do just that. Because every day is just going to be fulfilling because you're doing what you want to do. I think college is very, very soul-crushing when it's like, I have to do a whole bunch of shit I don't want to do and pay for it. I think that's true about life, though, right? Yes. Because you kind of can't, like, really fulfill or do your dream because you kind of, like, have to pursue the aspect of just living. Especially yep. when everything has, like, a... Kind of like a, a marketing or like kind of a price tag on it. Like I can't live here for free. I have to pay for this place. Yep. I can't really eat out wherever I want because I have to buy food. Like yep. Yep. all that little things comes into like a play where it's just like, damn it, it makes it so much harder for me to find creativity in myself. Yeah, because everything else is soul soul crushing. Paying the bills is soul crushing. But what if you're doing the job? You're making widgets. You're making fucking knives, or you're making whatever it is that you do. You enjoy it. You love it. Go fucking do that. Figure out how to get paid. Now, with the internet, you can find how to get paid doing literally anything. I go to foreign bars, tell jokes to strangers, and I get paid for it. Hit up my Twitch, twitch.tv, museme137. That's what I've been doing lately, too. Like, it just, it just, it's just what you do, right? Yeah. Loy Lee Comedy. L-O-Y-L-E-E Comedy. He needs to have a piece of paper that he can pull up every five seconds. That's not me. That, that. That was, that was bare. I honestly think that was a good idea. I thought that was pretty funny. You know, should I just hold up a sign that says Loy Lee Comedy? It'll work. Loy Lee Comedy? I just need better uh, producing. Yeah. I need better sponsorship so I can just have that shit flashing every five seconds. Loy Lee Comedy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I get it. I get it if you're sitting in an office watching this, listening to this, and you're just fucking defeated. You're going to go home. You're going to sit in traffic, you're going to warm up your fucking TV dinner, and you're going to be fucking depressed. Why? Because you're spending the majority of your life doing shit that you don't care about. Go find something that you like about. Go do it. That's true. You hear that, everybody? Fulfill what you need, 
And uh, Phil Yo needs, bro, bro. Wow, we get a lot of comments. Orlando says I should have a banner. Muse me. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, is this? Can you not read this? Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of hidden. Yeah. Muse me. Muse me. Trying. We'll, we got this. I'm actually kind of sad though. I have to leave this place. Oh, when? When you leaving? I actually have maybe like two more months here. Oh, dang. Yeah, they're like trying to raise the rent on me. Ooh. I'm just like Jesus. Who do you think I am, huh, Donald Trump? Sad. <laughs> Fucking I'm sad. I mean, what can I say? That's what they hit me with. But yeah. They want to raise the rent. On of course, me. they're always going to try to raise the rent. They're going to raise the rent until you own the place. Uh, so yeah, that I have to find a new place within those two months, and you got to start looking now, bro. Got to start looking now. That's how that's how rent works. Well, I mean, technically, I can still stay here, but it's going to be higher rent. Right, right, right. And I don't really want to pay that much more. Well, then you know, money's money. You know, you making you're not making that comedy money. You're not Make making sure that to music. Sponsor money. this podcast, please, to keep it running at this location. If not, we have to move to another one. I mean, are two bedrooms expensive here in Albuquerque? That's what I'm trying to find. That's what I'm trying to find. Is a two bedroom? Is this a three bedroom? This is a three. Mm, a mm. three bedroom for like a thousand. That's not horrible. I know. You just need to find a roommate. Uh, I kind of want to get Doi, but he's... Uh, I know he's kind of have a girlfriend and stuff, and I don't know how reliable he would be on my end. Damn. It'd just be like three months into it, four months, be like, hey, I'm going to go live with my girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm Mexican. I might get deported here soon, so you never know. I stole that joke from you, Blockchain. I saw him put it up. That's why Angel's getting deported. Whatever. Leave me alone. My roommate got deported. Really? When we were living in D.C., she didn't get deported. She, her, her, Relocated. Her visa, she did not get renewed. Like, basically, uh, we were there. She was going through law school, working at a law firm, and Trump got in office and did not renew, like, all of the visas or whatever. Like, made it very difficult to, to get your visa renewed. So, yeah, we were living in, like, a two-bedroom, two-bath, 15th floor balcony for, like, 2400 Damn. And it was fine when it was just when we were paying half of it. And then, uh, yeah. So, yeah, don't get deported. Don't do that. Yeah. And she wasn't even from like uh, Mexico or anything like that. She was like from Trinidad. So it wasn't even, it was like strange. It was <laughs> it's like, you know, I got to go. Like, literally, she left everything. She she took some of her stuff and like left. This was gone. Just gone. I got to I got to hit it. I got to go. Blockchain says Loy ordered his wife off of a magazine. We don't do that anymore. It's back pages, bro. Back pages. There's a website for all that yeah, shit now. Fucking mag, like <laughs> magazine. The dark web. What is it? And they got like a marker, and I circled it, and like my this dad one looks awesome. Yeah, my dad got a, a mail order bride from China, which really? is strange. Really? Yeah. So my parents divorced when I was young, and uh, he, a couple years later, he what ended up, yeah, he ended up getting like a matchmaker. Okay. Um, like a Chinese matchmaker. And he, I remember, I distinctly remember him like reading the letters and he doesn't read Chinese at all or well or whatever. I remember his, uh, he had to like have somebody translate it and there's like little, one little picture. It was like Tinder, the profile, like one black and white picture. And he just literally like chose a girl out from of, yeah, out of the lineup, basically. Like what, five, ten, maybe? Nah, there, there must, yeah, there must have been like twelve. Okay. 
And um, that's how the matchmaker makes money. The matchmaker's like, yeah, it's all the girls signed. The girls want to come to America, blah, blah, whatever. So I think he ended up like going to China like once or twice to quote unquote visit her. And then next thing I know, I've got a stepmom. And which was crazy was she was at 19 and my si- oldest sister was 15 at the time. Holy shit. Yeah. So my, so my dad must have been right around my age, like 35-ish and married to a 19-year-old. That's baller. Crushing it. Just that is straight baller. fucking crushing it. I kind of... did. Oh man, that's sick. My dad had yellow fever. He was like, "Oh, look at the for bride." <laughs> Let me get them from where I want them. Yeah, and what was crazy was like he got her from, like I guess he was being specific. Like he wanted a girl from the village that his family was from. Like, Holy shit! Like he he had never been there. He wasn't born there. He was born in the states. So was like, it just a girl like to have as a wife, or was it actually to have more kids? Both. What? So you have more yeah, siblings? So, so it wasn't like a girl, like just a green card situation. Like yeah. they're still married. Uh, it's a horrible relationship, I'm assuming. But um, yeah, he ended up having three more kids. Dang. And the mother doesn't like me so much because I'm the number one son, which is important in Chinese. Yeah. yeah like number one son's like... Holla! <laughs> right. That's My okay. older sister, I got two older sisters and whenever, whenever they go back and forth with them, they're like, hey, listen, I'm the number one survivor. That's... That's Loy Lee right there. Yeah. Man. But uh, so her first child, her first child is. Sorry, I got to give you all that praise. I, I know you're the firstborn. I'm the firstborn too. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, I'm not the firstborn. I'm the first son. The first man. The first yes, son. Which is the only one that counts, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah. The first man. Yeah, yeah the first boy. Apparently. The first boy. Uh, first boy. <laughs> Carry on the name. And I don't have any kids yet, so crazy. <laughs> you, I know. That's the sad part too. My parents are so disappointed in me. They're like, oh my God, you're already going to turn 30 and you don't have my grandkids. I'm yeah. just like. Damn it, why you put so much pressure on me? Motherfucker, I'm almost 40. Uh, Dude. How do you think I feel? I I feel bad. Like, I heard that, like, the older you get, the more, like, bad your kids turn out because of old semen. Well, I jerk off often, so, you know, I try to keep that fresh. It's fresh. Still got some good loins in there. Hopefully. But, you know, my wife is getting up there. She's she's my age as well, so it's like it it becomes a lower percentage, but it also becomes more dangerous as, as she gets older. But, but apparently 40 is the new 30. Um, but yeah, so the stepmother doesn't, my stepmom, I don't think likes me so much. I don't really talk to her. I haven't talked to my dad in years, but no, because she had a son. Her first son was, her first kid was a son. Then they're like, oh, well, I guess he's the, no. They kind of try to, okay. Yep, no, it's still me, bro. Still it's me. still him. <laughs> he it's, knows, he knows yeah. the truth. It's on me, he. Um, blockchain engineer is like, this is the best podcast ever seen in my life. Thank you. Appreciate and, you. And then he was like, when Lloyd Lee has his first child, he's going to be the grandpa. I'm going to be grandpa's age, yeah. I'm going to be older than your grandpa. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Your like, kid's like 10 and you're already 60. Man, listen. Ho- I mean, I think we're going to try. We're going to like really focus on trying for the next couple years. And I mean... Do you guys do like all those different birthing techniques where you just like she like sits upside down and like you put like a warm pad on your penis and stuff like that? What porn videos are you watching? That's not a thing. Dude, you need to do that. Especially, dude, that helps stimulate the like juices and stuff. Like makes you squirt more. Oh my God. That's so... Have you Google it? I thought you'd do Google searches. No, that's like, that no, goes straight to Pornhub. <laughs> like how to get a girl pregnant. And you're like, that's not what I, I mean. I'll watch. I mean, it's four more minutes. I'll keep on watching. But no, I mean, we're uh, we're trying. 
you know, it's 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 always weird when you just assume like they tell you like, oh, don't have unprotected sex because you can get and you know, end up getting pregnant. Right. Yeah. We've been having unprotected sex for a while now and it just doesn't hasn't happened. And it's always weird when like you have to bring other people into it. You know, like doctors. Yeah, exactly. Like my wife's getting gangbanged. This is strange. This sounds like a surrogate thing. Yeah. You well, there's there's that as an option. There's <sighs> there's um you know bring doctors and specialists and but shit I, like that. But I get what you're saying, where you just like constantly try and you like bust the load in her and it just doesn't happen. Yeah, because it's even in my back of my brain, like as I'm busting a load, you're kind of like. Oh, oh yeah, no. it's no. in, it's in. You, like, there's that, but it's like, oh, I've I've literally been having sex for like 20 years, thinking like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. This is wrong. Pull out, eject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going against my nature at this point. That's so true, though. Um, I'm like, uh, my my girlfriend when I was like in 2011, 12. I lived with her for like three years and I was kind of doing the same game where I was just like not even wearing a condom anymore, but I never got her pregnant. I Crazy. was very surprised. But then four years ago, I got with this girl who's had multiple kids. We had sex two times and she was supposedly pregnant with my kid. Unfortunately, there was a miscarriage that happened. So the kid wasn't born. Yeah. But how does that work? I don't know. Man. I was busting a load in my first girlfriend like almost every night. Because we live together and you know how that goes. Like, yeah. hey, 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 we got a bunch of things going on. But then the next girl came. Shh, shh. <laughs> Just shh, 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 shh. I wish there was a hush sound on this. That'd be so perfect. There's a ghost. That makes no sense. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just. Yeah, <laughs> but that always happens when you first move in with somebody too. We've been we've been together for eleven years now. Blockchain says weak genetics. Fuck no, my penis works hard. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, hardworking. Yeah, the, I mean maybe 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 I've literally just engineered my sperm to <laughs> to be duds because I didn't want to get pregnant. You think that's a thing too? Probably not. Kind of no. just like a mental block. You're just like fuck. Fuck, I'm not ready for this. But yeah, I mean, literally, we're it. looking at the calendars and we're counting days and we're peeing on strips, like to find the fucking day, like that she's most optimal. It's it's fucking ludicrous. Miscarriage. Sorry to hear that. Amuse me, amuse me. It happens. That's life. I'm kind of not happy for it, but I get it. I I'm doing what I'm doing. We are podcasting in a closet. A closet that could have been a kid's room, I guess. So th- uh, that got weird. It was really weird. That got weird. Sorry. My did- girl, that girl at the time, too, that I was dating actually had a... She was like 87% deaf. What? 87% deaf. Huh? <laughs> Enough that she did not understand. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck these noises are anymore. I just need to start, stop pushing random shit. Um, blockchain said delete, and then he said, "When Lloyd Lee's wife gets pregnant, it will be half Asian, half black." Close. She's Filipino, so that's kind of close. Nice. Oh, black of Asian. No, she's actually more Hispanic of Asians. Yeah, more Hispanic. Yeah, I would assume. But that got weird. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, my wife is Filipina. <laughs> uh, she's from the. She was born in the Philippines. She was raised in uh, the the Bay Area. Bay Area. And then uh, we met in L.A. 
Nice. At a dance club. Really? She chose me. You were dancing? Oh, yeah, I dance. You dance. Yeah, I do. I've seen you bust a few moves, so I, I could say that. I fucking dance, bro. I balamos. You gonna do that salsa dance? Yeah, let the rhythm take you over, Palamos. Whatever that, uh, Tequilo. what do they call that by Selena? The washing machine motion with your ass? No? Have no. you ever seen the movie Selena? No. no. She's not a hero in my world, no. What? Oh, yeah, I forgot you're from the, he's from the other side. <laughs> People always like, Selena's a fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> no, that. she's with God. Um, she's there now. <laughs> people just dropped out. <laughs> no, we got we got five people. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Thank you for joining. Uh, she chose you because she wanted someone with the same height as her. I think he's talking about me, the blockchain engineer. Oh, yeah, maybe. I um, yeah, my wife. I'm actually taller than my wife, but her my wife's. Dad, my wife's dad's tall. My wife's dad's like six something. Holy shit! Like he's a he's older, but he's a taller guy. Good genetics. And he um he basically survived the Philippines in the in the sixties, seventies, and eight uh, eight uh fifties, sixties, seventies, and eighties. Was that a hard time? Hard time. I did. I don't hard know. time. I don't know Filipino history. Not 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 not. I don't really know it too much either. But it's it was free for all out did there. Did he tell you about this, or did you kind of learn about it? I learned about it. He's told me a little bit. Like you could definitely cobble together a story and be like oh yeah he's um he has seen some shit all right yeah that's always the worst when you have like somebody of older age that tells you something that's like yeah i remember the vietnam war and just like i don't like yeah i can't really relate that's just something that i don't care to ever have to experience like i'm a very soft guy like i don't like the coronavirus if that shit hits the fan and we got to figure like forge and scavenge and stuff like that well, i'm not gonna make it what do you mean has hit the fan i think it's like two reported deaths now in uh here not in new mexico not in new mexico but in the united states yeah but that's fine you know how many people die over the flu every year okay so do you think that it's more of the the media kind of hyping it up then? sure they sure. kind of like overblown see like right now look i just opened my fucking twitter feed the first thing that comes up yeah the thing that bothers me about it is like whenever they talk about the coronavirus they only show asian people that's true. Like, that's very strange to me. And, like, they're not even showing American Asians. They're showing, like, I, I could tell that, like, from the subway, they're, like, they're in England or they're in, like, Australia. It, it seems to be kind of a witch hunt. Because I don't remember seeing this shit when, like, the Ebola virus was a scare. You know, nothing is going to create an economy, a boost in the economy more than, than a fucking plague scare. How is that true, though? What? Like, okay, so if... Uh, most of the economy and stuff is kind of like going down because no one's going out to buy stuff, right? Yep. And that kind of like puts people in a scare that like, oh, the economy is kind of falling. Yeah. And then they go, hey, people are getting sick. You should probably stock up and people buying hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of goods. So this is a ploy. I think, uh, I mean, I don't know. Fuck. I tell dick jokes for a living, but I'm thinking well, like it's good. Why is there a hashtag coronavirus challenge? Help! Shake an Asian man's hand. Hey, coronavirus challenge! Hey, I did it! The did coronavirus it. challenge uh, right here. Lick your hand first, and then. Um, blockchain says, "Dude, one uh, percent mortality rate will hit eighty percent of the population." And yeah, this is the coronavirus challenge. I guess I don't know what the coronavirus. <laughs> That's is. funny. Bunch of damn memes. 
Gotta love the internet yep. with all the coronavirus challenge. But I can't make a joke about it. Okay. Why can't you make a joke about it? I don't know. People yeah. are weird. Well, I think it's perfectly fine. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, the, I, I think the big thing is that we just, it's, it's deadly. It's like a deadly flu and we just don't have a cure for it at the moment. And uh, I was looking at like kind of the numbers and it's predominantly old people that are dying from it. Which, not a good thing. Uh, you you got to love Nana, right? But uh, it's mostly older people, sick people that, that are dying from it. It's kind of weird, too, at my work. They're kind of regulating a little more. They're like, we can't even use like any of the other entrances besides the front door. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but okay. Yeah, they like literally said that if you come in, you have to come in just through the front door. And kind of like there's a log sheet inside mm-hmm. Of the front, uh, some dude, he just is asking you questions like, have you traveled anywhere? Mm. Do you have any symptoms of this? Do you this, speak English? This, this, and this. Um, our coworker, the one that we're yeah. talking about, uh, uh, her name is Eva. She's super cool. Shout out to Eva. She's awesome. She's Filipino. Uh, she's from the Philippines. Uh, oh, that, no, that's not the coworker we're talking about. Yeah. The Asian that you guys met at the Asian meet or whatever? Yeah. No, that's, it, her name was something else. No, her name is Eva. Okay. she tells you something else. She was telling me something else. Well, maybe it is something else then, but... Okay, uh, yeah. So, let, I, I won't put her on blast. But yeah, that was not... I would remember that as an easy name. Her name was a name that I could on, not pronounce. On, on uh, Facebook, it says... Uh, you, uh, it's with an M. Yes. Yes. I know who uh, you're talking... I won't put it out. I won't put it out there, but... But we are talking about the same person. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. But anyway... She said that she was from... She said that she was Vietnamese. I thought she was Philippine. No, she said she was... Well... Oh, shit. This is going weird. Oh! <laughs> Oh, shit. She, I thought she said that her parents are Vietnamese. Maybe she was. Uh, maybe her parents are Vietnamese, but Philippine based. I guess. I don't know. Okay, it got weird. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. How could it? Because uh, I was like, oh, there's a lot of Viet people. Because I know that she didn't say that she was Filipino. Because I would have mentioned that my wife is Filipino. Because that's how Filipinos are, right? Oh, you're Filipino. I'm married to a Filipino, and we're best friends. Well, now. when she first introduced herself into work, she was Filipino, as I remember. And then, like, there's this lady that has a husband that is at our facility who comes in who has very hard time speaking English, and and um. Uh, our friend that we're talking about <laughs> dropping names now says that she doesn't like uh oh she's speaking Vietnamese but I don't understand. Oh, okay. So I'm a little well, I mean, we can always there's always the option of being something and speaking something else. Like just because you are, I'm Chinese, I don't speak Chinese at but all. But he knows Spanish. Poquito, amigo. No si mama sweat. Tú todavía puedes tener una conversación conmigo aquí. Está bien fácil, ¿verdad? No. No comprendo, homie. Yeah, you did. Oh, it's my broken ass fucking accent. Yeah, it's so trash. Like, I don't know. My dad would be pissed. Porque el chino habla español, no sé. El habla español porque necesita saber poquito en Nuevo México. Nah, not really. Well, like you said, you did it not because really. of, of Latin rooms, right? Yeah, well, that was an L. Yeah, I mean, I guess I did it just... Uh, Spanish is easy compared to like French. For, for, I took four years of French, and then I had. I, I think I told my wife when we were dating that I spoke French, and so for eleven years she just assumed I spoke French. I had to take her to Paris so I could prove that I didn't speak French. <laughs> Are you seeing what I don't can't do? Yeah, like do you need to see that I can't speak French? Like literally, the only thing in France that you really need to say is in French. Be like, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry, I don't speak French. Do you speak English? And everyone will be super nice to you. But if you just assume that they speak English in your dick, they're they're not going to help you. So in French, you go, uh, pardonnez-moi, 
to uh, uh, Lo Siento. No, that's Spanish. Fuck. Yeah. Je suis désolé. Pardon. Je, uh, je suis désolé. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, fuck, I can't. I'm, I'm getting mixed up with Spanish. But it's like, you basically, you just ask, excuse me, I'm sorry. I don't speak French. Do you speak English? And everyone will help you out. Isn't that the beauty of those languages, too? How they have, like, some similarities, but they're not? So similar. I get, like, and I've Italian, always... Italian, Portuguese. I'm like, what the fuck? Portuguese is horrible. But I'm sorry, anybody that's Portuguese. But I, listen, I listen to, like, the Brazilian Portuguese, like, in UFC. Yeah. And it's, like, the worst <laughs> fucking accent. There's, like, some hot chicks, too. There's, like, uh, Dern. Dern's pretty dope. Okay. And there's a couple... Andrade is pretty dope. Her sisters are dope. But, like, listening to their accent can't Fuck. even turn it off put that shit on mute just put it uh that's where you try to actually put the english uh because in the <laughs> essay yeah. the, the reverse sap button spat sap i remember that when i was growing up i was like what the fuck why am i gonna watch the two and a half men with this did you learn spanish first no uh, no i learned spanish second okay uh and it's a weird dynamic too because my dad is a full-on mexican mm-hmm. he uh uh he was born in mexico city but yet uh, was raised in Tijuana until he was like maybe 20 or 22. Then he came over here. And my mom is born here. She uh, is like a Hispanic. Mm-hmm. She uh, white with uh, Mexican descent or whatever. Okay. So when she met my dad, they were actually... Um, my dad introduced himself uh, in Spanish and she already knew Spanish. So they kind of like hit it off like that. So. Uh, the funny part about that, though, is that my dad... That, though? <laughs> that though? <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. Uh, my dad actually introduced himself as Angel. Okay. Like me. Yeah. And so uh, they actually got shit going. And, you know, they had they had me. At, uh, oh, at, so your dad's name is not Angel. He's not. Uh, okay. He actually had a fake green card and everything to say he was me. So not until I was born, my he found out, my mom found out that he was uh, a different name. My dad's actual name... Don't is, say it. Why? I, don't know. I, I love his name. I wish I was named after him. It makes me so sad. My dad's name is Ilyasar. Mm, okay. I really find that so like exotic and like powerful. I, th- like, I you know what? I think that we all just want to change our names at some point in our life, and that's kind of where I've I wanted to change my name all the way all the way up till I was twenty six. Wait, Loyalee is not your real name. I wanted to change my name to something not Loyalee. That sounds like a fake name. Yeah, because you're just not familiar with it. It says a guy named Angel. That's totally real, and it's on head. Okay. But how do you spell it? A-N-J-E-L. Okay. No, that's actually a gateway to spell it because you you would actually say with a weird like Jota sound. <laughs> Fucking Jota. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> you heard it here. Whoppa. I, uh, yeah, man, I think uh, Spanish is just easier. Um, I grew up with a bunch of Puerto Ricans and Dominicans in Boston and I couldn't, it never stuck. It never stuck. And I moved to LA, like that Chicano Spanish, just it, the pace, the, the, the gate of it, it just all made sense. And my Spanish like went through the roof when I started speaking, um, when I lived in LA. That makes sense too, because like there's still some, like there's a Cuban lady that is at my uh, facility, this old Cuban lady. I, I cannot. Yeah. Like mumbling. Like, they go get a stop handle, but look at that. It's like super fast, and there's actually like very little accent in certain words. Yeah, like yeah. you can't hear what's supposed to be like in it, there. And it's like also I noticed like especially when you hear like uh, Yoel Romero, who's coming, the fight's coming up. Like he uh, he doesn't really enunciate anything. It's just like yeah, yeah. I love you. I yeah. You know fucking Jesus. That's gonna be a good fight. Oh, uh, ready yeah. for that, Yoel and I th- uh, is Israel, Israel Asa- 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 
I think I think that if uh, style bender, yeah, style bender will do well if he can keep it on. If he can keep it standing up, if he can keep it to striking, he'll do well. But once that fucking Cuban monster grabs hold of you, it's gonna look like Zangief. That's pretty true, right? It's gonna look fucking ugly. Like, <laughs> yeah, all you can do is just hold on like a goddamn rodeo, just wait for the fucking end of the ring around and just hope for the best, because that guy is. <sighs> That, and, that's yeah. what's crazy to see too like when you see the two like paired up together it's like this really big massive body build and then it's like israel yeah i mean he has that great style and stuff but like will you be able to handle a takedown will you be able to handle when he, he grabs you yeah he'll be able to handle a takedown that that's uh we've seen it but i'm just saying like yoel like if he gets a if he gets his hooks in it's gonna be a long fucking night. But okay, how deep do the hooks have to be? Does it have to just be a little? He's hook? got gorilla strength. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. A little. He grabs one little thing, and can he defend it as well as we've all been expecting? That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I can't wait. He's got to gotta keep it standing up. There, there's nothing about it that makes me think that he will be able to survive on the ground. That's gonna be a good one. Um, I love, I love you, Young Rogan. <laughs> Young Rogan. And then, but it was funny because, like, uh, if you listen to Yoel's uh, interviews, he's always saying, like, yeah, everyone in Cuba looks like me. There's, like, there's a ton of people that look like me in Cuba, which is crazy. But when he wrestled, it's like this hierarchy in this building, right? If you don't do well, you live on the lower floors and you get, like, two, two meals a day. And then as you win and you get better, you move up into the floors and then you get, like, more better food, more food, or, like, AC, or, like, a bed. Like, it, it's, it's this crazy thing. So, you know, he He's got survival mode built into his DNA. You kind of strive to be good. You had like the only way to live a life is to be as better than anybody else. Well, a comfortable life. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. If you're wrestling all day and you're only getting two meals, but if you do better, you can get three meals. Yeah, that's a big difference. That like there is something primal. Like you could teach your dog to do damn near anything. You just have to give him treats, you know, like you just have to feed him. You know, it, it's crazy that something built in our DNA that way. So that's why I think he's a fucking monster. That's legit. A fucking monster. Make sure to tune into that March. I don't know what the date is. It's like in two weeks. Is Yeah, it's two weeks. But also the fight that I really want to see is that Chinese chick and Yuana and Jacek. Oh, yeah. Wei Yi Ling. Uh, yeah, Wei Yi Ling. Yeah, like I like Joanna and Jacek, but uh, she's been pissing me off lately. <laughs> Just like her last couple fights or whatever, and it, it's someone I want to root for. But I think Wei Yi Ling is Wei going... Ling Zing. Yeah, Zang. I think I'm saying that. She, she's not she's gonna, she's gonna get rocked. Wei Li Zhang. Wei Yi Li Zhang. She she's she's gonna she's. You know, like, Looks like a decent card. Go down, go down. Neil Magny, he's he's been on kind of a rough patch. Another, uh, he's been doing well. He's been he's been like the crazy thing about him is that he's been going to the third round every fight, whether it be a knockout in the third or like a uh, decision. He's been going to the third round every almost every all of his fights. So I think he's got what it takes to uh, to give Neil Magny a hard time. Plus, he's Neil Magny's been on and off a lot. Um. Olivera, Max Griffin. I'm not excited about really any of these. I don't know these two as well. These Derek two Brunson. I mean, he's good, but I'm not. Not none of this really excites me. And, I, and I've been looking at the like the next couple fights, and none of it really excites me. The only other one that's really good, good that's coming up is uh, Tony Ferguson. Ferguson and Khabib. Yeah. And uh, you heard it here first, people. I think that it's going. I predict. My prediction is 
Tony Ferguson wins by doctor stoppage because uh, he because uh, he cuts him. He cuts him elbows. The elbows cut Khabib. Khabib is not used to this. the pace, the speed, uh, the pace, the speed, and uh, the the striking. I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna be able to handle it. That's gonna be good because I honestly feel like Khabib is just gonna again do what he does to everybody else and just pressure and over dominate them. But the thing about Tony Ferguson is that he he keeps an amazing pace. What do they say? He can he, he elbows from the ground. Yeah, th- and that's that's what's going to be the crazy thing is that Khabib is a guy that wants to be on top the whole time. Oh, thank you for the like. And Tony's going to want to be on the bottom the whole time. So it's not a matter of uh, uh, an immovable object and an unstoppable object. It's going to be like uh, it's 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 going to be something completely different. He's going to get elbowed. He's going to get cut, and it's going to be ugly. Doctor stoppage. Doctor's if I if I were to predict a third round, third round, it's gonna get stopped in the third round cuts. You heard it here, folks. Lloyd Lee's prediction because I don't think you know they both have an amazing pace, and it's kind of hard to figure out who's has a faster pace. But I I know for a fact that neither one of them are going to be used to the the other one's pace. Each other, yeah. But the the deciding factor, the kicker, is that Tony Ferguson is gonna realize how fast Khabib isn't. And Khabib is gonna realize how fast Tony is, and that's gonna be the that's gonna be the deciding factor, especially on the feet, especially on the feet. I give you, I can give you that. I totally would. would. He's he's gonna take, he's gonna go for the shoot. He's gonna shoot for the legs, and Tony's not even gonna be there. He's gonna already be ha- halfway out of the defense, uh, takedown defense. See, but these are things that I think they're already gonna start looking towards, where he's gonna be like, okay, well, these are my different techniques for getting the takedown. Maybe yeah. I'm not gonna keep shooting for it, but mm-hmm. maybe there's like you know pressure to the fence, sure, and then sure. maybe takedown from there. You know, there's Tony's Tony's footwork is 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 off the chart, out of this planet. There's something about it that like it's one of those things where like Khabib, you can't prepare for Khabib until you fight Khabib. Tony's the same way. You can't prepare. He's awkward. He's long. He's strong. He's fast. Like he is a scary. He's a scary dude. Look at everybody that he's taken out in the last three years. I mean, besides his knee. Uh, <laughs> besides the knee. Uh, I mean, he's made. He's made uh, trouble for everybody. And we're talking like Poirier. Uh, we're talking. Um, uh, like everybody, every he's given he's given headaches to everybody. Pulling up wins now, and if I'm wrong, and if I'm wrong, then Khabib is the greatest fighter ever, and that might set up a GSP fight. I honestly feel like that's the case. Uh, Donald Cerrone, there was that win. Anthony Pettis, Kevin Lee, Dos Santos, Dos Anjos, Dos Anjos. Leave me alone, dude. Look at that. Okay, so Cerrone obviously is a scrapper, right? I mean, you that can't was a fight. Yeah, you you, fight. you you can't you can't take that away from him. Pettis always game. Kevin Lee, he's he's kind of a handful. I mean, maybe not a Tony Ferguson level handful, but, but also won by submission triangle choke. So that's okay. already on the ground. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome yeah. to think about already. And Kevin Lee's a big boy. Like he's not he's not a slouch. Uh, uh, Dos Anjos, uh, he won. Decision? It just says, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, it's decision. Uh, and, you know, Dos Anjos is, is scrappy. He he knows how to win on the cards. And, he, yeah, he would have done it. It's in Barbosa. I mean, these aren't trash cans here, people. Yeah, a bunch of submissions, too. That's the beauty of this is, like, Khabib is going to take him down, but that's where he's comfortable. Look at all from these the bottom. wins. Yeah, yeah, look at all these wins from submission. What's going to be crazy is Khabib's going to get cut from the elbow from the bottom. 
Like that's gonna be weird. He's gonna go for the ground and pound, and he's gonna get cut with those elbows. I'm just saying. You heard it first. That's gonna be good. People, that's people be good. flipping out right now. They're like, Nah, erroneous. That's gonna be good. That's gonna be good. And that's like, and then everything else, no bullshit. The rest of the, you know, six months, they all look like trash cans. They, none of the fights make me excited. I mean, it's got Francis Ngano is fighting, but he's fighting, not not the fight anybody wants to watch. That looks like Derek Lewis. It's not Derek Lewis. That looks like. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't even. I'm not even familiar with this guy. He's had ten fights. That's how bad the heavyweight uh, division, division is. Where you, you go, you're gonna uh, take a rising star and basically put him against a trash can. Is this a? Um, is this a tune-up fight? Cody Garbrandt, fucking. Yeah, he's done. He's he's been knocked out too many he's, times. He's bad. He's bad goods. Was that Juliana Pena? Juliana Pena. Is that? Julia? Yes, it was actually. Okay. I fucking like Juliana. Woman Pena. bantamweight right there. Hey, Shout out. Name? Shout out, Loy knows. I, I would like, I would like to, I would like to watch her fight the Karate Hottie <laughs> for <laughs> just my own selfish reasons. Yeah, that's so shitty. The the last good fight is going to be the one with uh, Khabib and Tony, and then after that, it's just a bunch of fight nights. Go that, back, go back. That make no sense. See, uh, Andrade uh, Nama Nunez. Uh, I this dude, this dude, this Calvin. dude, Calvin Kitar. Cater, Kevin Cater. This is the guy. This is the guy you're gonna want to look at. This is a guy that's like, uh, he's a fighter, granite jaw, um, scrapper. He hasn't. He doesn't have a great record, but the fact is, I think this guy is gonna be in the conversation. He's gonna be kind of like that cowboy type character, Start durable, ra- raising some. Yep. Oh, he's a fighter. He's yep. a scrapper. Yep. Oh, he's putting on a show. He's gonna be the guy that's like other people might have wins over. And he'll be that guy that's like, oh, he, he, you know, he's not a slouch. Uh, okay, yeah. I could see that. Uh, Jeremy Stevens. I mean, that's exactly what he's going to be. He's going to be a fucking Jeremy Stevens. He's going to be the guy that, like, everyone knows is a good fighter, but he's not a superstar, and he might not ever get a, a, a championship, you know. Or it, might, it might take him a while before he rises up. I don't think. I, I don't. Because <laughs> that's what everyone's saying about, what's his name, Jorge Masvidal. Like, oh, but now. Jorge he, Masvidal's been around forever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It took him all of this time. Like, is this that same scenario? Is this guy going to be around before he, he can get something going? He's got to be able to sell those fucking tickets. Yeah. And it also helps when you knock out the. the Knock out um, the pretty boy of the whole franchise. Yeah, the golden boy. They the, brought him in like he's like, oh, he's going to be the saving grace of the UFC. Like he's going to change it. Yeah. Trash. Tr- like, like wrestling is one thing. The greatest, one of the greatest wrestlers in MMA probably ever, right? But you go, that's not how MMA, MMA works, works. Yeah. Right. It's true. Unless, unless MMA wants to start doing like, oh, we're just going to have a grappling only event. Like, don't do that. But if they were, then yeah, Askren, shit. Uh, Askren, uh, DC, GSP, sure, they all conversation, but that's not how that works. He fucking starched him in nine seconds. That was so brutal. Like the scariest. Like I've seen scary knockouts. It looked like it was dead. Yeah, and then he mocks him. He just kind of like deads it, like right, drops uh, on the floor. The other scary one was in Bellator MVP uh, crushing uh, Cyborg's skull. Did you see this? No. Not not the woman cyborg, but the male cyborg. Yeah. Crushed his soul. His skull was fractured. It looked like um, we take a hard-boiled egg, and you drop it on the table, and you look at it like the dent. That's exactly what his skull looked like. Uh, have you seen that fight for one plus? Uh, one. One. FC, yeah. One FC. It was uh, Cosmo, whatever. Yeah, knocking out um, uh, the pretty boy. He's just like Ben Astrid. Sage. Yeah, Sage. Sage. 
Yeah. That was the exact same scenario. Like, he got outclassed by somebody. And he fucked his face up when he hit the ground. Dude, I think he had, like, reconstructive surgery. Like, what the fuck? And Sage is so young. Sage is so young where you're just kind of like... He lost... There, there goes his career. Don't, like, don't, don't do it anymore. <laughs> like, just just, just be, be pretty. Like, because uh, if you guys remember, he was, like, the... He was supposed to be the future of the UFC. Him... Because he, he was, like, a kickboxing champion to start off with already. So, like, he already came in coming strong, but he was fighting a veteran. Like, yeah, 19. Yeah, why would you throw him to those wolves? <laughs> but like, you, you never know. You never yeah, know yeah, with those no. scenarios. Yeah, but the thing is, like, they paid him so much money. It's like one of those things where you should probably just earn as much money, like, last. Okay, like, I get you. Like, yeah. whatever, you have five fights. Okay, great. The first couple are trash cans, a couple big money, blah, 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 blah. And the fifth fight, you, you throw him with Cosmo. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I know people don't know Cosmo, but Cosmo is a fucking motherfucker. Beast, dude. Oh, my God. I remember when I first saw that fight, I was just like, dude, he's dead. Yeah. Fucking killed him. I mean, the same thing with, um, what's that pretty girl, blonde girl, Paige, Paige Van Zandt. Oh, okay. Where you just kind of like, oh, they they built her up because they were like, they were marketable, they were pretty, they were young, and just go, hey, go out there, and they're just getting starched. Getting starched. That's the sport now. I, I feel like it's so weird how it's a competition based now too. It's Bellator, One FC. It's not. UFC. It really isn't. It's not a competition. UFC really holds all the cards. Really. And Bellator is like. I mean, have you watched a Bellator fight ever? I mean, all the highlights. That, yeah. Yeah. You're not. I'm not like. Oh, waiting to see the fight. I it's see free. The it's it's free. It's on Friday. And then like one, I watch a lot of one because I, you know, for me, it's like the fighting aspect of it. And they don't care about selling tickets. Like they're huge. They don't have to. I, I watched um, uh, DJ in Manila. I was in Manila it, during that fight. And I was like, well, fuck it. Let's just go. And um, I'd rather I'd rather watch if for just the fighting aspect of it. I would rather watch what FC because they're smaller. They're faster. And um, yeah, it was just a better overall product, but UFC is really the one that's holding all the cards. I can see that. Uh, fact account said... What up, fact account? He said, what's up? Uh, worst heckler story, each Wor of you. Worst heckler story. Um, I'm, like, not to brag too much, but He's I will. Bragging. I'm bragging. Uh, I do well. Uh, I'm, I'm funny, um, um, cordial, um, entertaining uh, enough to where I don't get a lot of hecklers. hecklers. But I will say... Um, nine years in the game. Yeah, nine years. I would say um, my my worst case scenario is like going and doing a show where there is a bachelorette party. What? There's always a bachelorette party. Like those are kind of the worst because the girls always want to make it about them without hey. fail. Hey, it's I'm um, getting married. Yeah, you've been saying it for the whole fucking show. We know the fifth comic already knows. Yeah, and you know what? What happens? Uh, like all the shows that I'm on, it's it's only three comics. It's a it's a host that does about ten, a feature that does about twenty five, and then the headliner does about an hour, give or take, right? Forty five to an hour, and yeah, they just so you're doing longer sets. And you're just sitting there, and you're, they're talking because it's all about them. Uh, one time I was at Pachanga Casino in um, like Southern California, outside of LA, Temecula. And there was not only one bachelor party, there was two bachelor parties and then two bachelor parties. 
And those, like, that is the perfect storm of fuck you. Like, I almost wanted them, I almost wanted the venue to be like, oh, no, you, you, like, this can't be at the same time. Two bachelor, yeah, yeah, two bachelor parties, two bachelor parties. Don't put a bachelor party in a bachelorette party because the guys just want to fuck and the girls just want fucking attention. That's it. And so they're just going back and forth the whole night. Like, there's nothing you can say because they're drunk. There's nothing you can say to them. Uh, well, not like you're fucking listening. Yeah, like, you fucking burn them. I burnt them. I burnt them. And they were just too drunk to even fucking know what was going on. We're a cycler story. They're just talking. Like, and then there'd always be one person that's listening and then just throw comments out, like, in the weird, oddest times. Okay, yeah. You say, like, one word. They think that's the key word to the whole joke. Yeah, and they just play word association. Like, cats. I have a cat. No. You're like, that's... I'm not even... Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so I, don't, I haven't had any really bad hecklers. I, I think if anything, um, I have the more common quote-unquote heckler that I have will be somebody that sees the punchline and will jump it, not knowing that this is how it works, right? So they jump the uh, punchline, which for me just makes me feel like I got to go back and like uh, rewrite it to hide the punchline better. Because okay. if you can see the punchline before it comes, then I did a poor job at writing the joke. Oh, so it's just like predictability yeah don't be too don't be predictable don't try to predict it at all that's crazy yeah so you if somebody can see it that means more than him can see it then you got to rewrite your joke that makes sense though it does make sense because the punchline is funny but it's the surprise that makes a huge the misdirect the yeah, surprise, yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah all these different aspects of it yeah i think the worst heckler that i've ever had was me i, I did a show <laughs> i hate you i did a show at trick lock where there was only like three people in the audience and oh, i shit. noticed one guy that was actually really freaking like older uh really old and i kind of like made a joke where i was like uh how old are you sir and he said he was i think he said it was like 28 oh jesus christ yeah he said it was like 28 and i was like why do you look like you're 40 and he actually threw a lighter at me. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was, like, really surprised. I was, I was like, what the fuck? I still went going on with the joke because I, I was actually explaining the Tamagotchis. Mm-hmm. And he was, just, like, I was like, have you guys ever heard of a Tamagotchi? And, like, I looked at him because he was, like, pretty much the only audience member. The other two were pretty much comedians. And he's just, like, like you know, shrugged his shoulders. Like, how old are you? And he's like, I'm 28. And I was just like, geez, why do you look like you're 40? And Crack, then, homie. Boom, threw the lighter at me, and I was just Did like... Did it hit you? It hit me on the chest, oh. yeah. Here, here's, here's my advice for you. What the fuck? If there's a small amount of crowd... Don't heckle. Or don't... Do, don't do crowd work. Don't do crowd work. No, 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 that. If it's a smaller group, do crowd work. If it's one person... Don't do crowd work. Don't really... Have a conversation. Don't do crowd work. Don't be like, hey, guys, have you ever heard of... Just... Like, if you ask the question, don't wait for the answer. Because you're just the awkward, like, uh, I don't know. Have you heard, uh, are you familiar with uh, Tamagotchis? Well, here's what they are. Just go directly into it. Like, get them, ask a question to get them to start thinking, and then just answer the fucking question. Or don't even wait for the question. That's my my recommendation. I get that. Because um, that's where you fuck up. Because now the answer could be anything. Right. It's like, know? oh, well, you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, well, how old are you? Well, oh, well, not only that, but like, oh, you're not going to talk about it. Uh, you don't know what I'm talking about. Great. I'm going to talk about it anyways, even though you're the one, you know, so don't wait for the answer. Tamagotchis are these things that like just go into it. Just let them know. Yeah. Because I feel briefly, as, super briefly, because that's what I feel like, too, is like if I say, hey, guys, do you guys know about the Tamagotchis? People react to it. I don't have to do the brief explanation. But if they you, don't, then I should. You, you should probably go into it anyways. 
always explain it. As brief as possible. They were a virtual pocket pet. Yeah, I pretty much want to say, like, I want to reference it as, as being, like, taking care of your child. But, yeah. like, as a personal nanny or something. Some, something to make it seem like you're taking care of a kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do it, but you have to explain it because it's a pretty niche thing. But the thing is, like, don't, if you're going to ask people if they know about it, don't wait for the answer. Just take it, the confusion look on their face. You know what a Tamagotchi is? Okay, it's this electrical thing, blah, 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 pet, blah, and then you go directly into your joke. Go transition directly into the answer of the que- answering of the question, the explanation, and then the joke. Just as brief as possible. That's my recommendation. Okay. Because, A, especially if it's going to be about, like, you're going to, explain it to them what it is and you're going to do the joke regardless if they know it or not what difference does it make do they know about yeah because i wouldn't even have gone to the crowd work if i would have just did like you said yeah because once he said like he doesn't know i was like oh well i better figure out why he doesn't know yeah yeah that's well oh you don't great well here's what it is and this is why i'm talking about it because if at that point any answer could derail you right it's not like hey where are you from and then we're gonna talk about wherever you say you're literally asking a yes or no question that's gonna go into the joke regardless of the answer and those answers are gonna a lot of times they're gonna be like well fuck those things or whatever you're like how are you gonna answer that how are you gonna respond to that right. i fucking hate them and you go great well i'm gonna tell you about them anyways yeah so if you're gonna ask a yes or no question just bulldoze the answer altogether and just go straight to the explanation. Kind of like I did ask it, but answered it at the same time. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with it? It's a rhetorical question. That's what it is. That's the word. We're learning here together, Fucking folks. rhetorical questions. Yay! We are learning here, folks. That's good, though. That's good insight. I'm glad, you know, I kind of bring that to the table and you yeah. kind of bring that to me. Most questions that are yes or no should be rhetorical. You guys familiar with Disney Plus? Great, you know, whatever. It's a streaming service yeah. that, you know, get to see everything you have to see when you're a kid. You just find out how to find the, the least amount of words for the best explanation. Legit. Loy? Yes, are we done? We've been here for an hour and a half. Oh, shit. Is this the longest? No, we didn't even talk about Freemasonry. Okay. Yesterday we did two hours. Or la- yesterday. Oh, yeah, sorry. Two. Last week we did two hours. Two and... Two and some change, and she looks like she's anxious. You hear her? Okay. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. So, uh, right. Loy, you have anything coming up? Anything um, you want to let them know? Man, check me out. Loy Lee Comedy, L O Y L E E Comedy, and all your social media websites and loyleecomedy.com. Uh, if you can't remember how to spell that shit, just Google Asian King of Comedy. I'll be, I'll be there somewhere. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you for joining. We'll have Loy Lee back on Thursday. And we'll try to get some more podcasts in between then. But if I don't, you'll know Loy will be back. So that's what's up, everybody. Love you guys. Take it easy. Bye.